Hey, what the fuck? It's Harith Ja. This is the Harith Ja podcast, coming to you on Wednesday, 9th December 2020. It's 5:03 p.m. and I've had a long day, guys. So forgive me, my energy is low, but I'm try- I'm going to try I'm going to try and be wild, trying to be funny just for you guys. Today's topic is going to be about how to know when you've become her bitch. I've got too many friends who have kind of let go in their relationships and what happens is you know they become soft, their women just run all over them and it makes guys miserable. And I want to talk about that and how we can overcome this gents because I promise you if you do overcome it, she'll she'll be super thankful for it even though she might not know what you've been doing but like if you can have a relationship where you can assert yourself your woman's just going to respect and love you more and that's a promise i'm super confident in making cuz if you become her bitch she might be happy in the short term but in the long term she will just slowly resent you But before that I wanted to share a story about a shake which I saw on social media and it's fucking amazing. Uh, I can't believe this happened. So this is about uh, Sheikh Asim Al-Hakim and he's just a popular like a uh, preacher ustad on social media and someone sent him a question. It reads, "I recently got married and we had a son." My parents had a fight with my wife and now she doesn't live with us anymore. My parents won't let me see any of them. I didn't even give her a chance to explain herself. What should I do? I can't disobey my parents. Now the Sheikh's answer to this question is so epic. Uh just to repeat very briefly, this guy got married, stays with his parents, had a son, the parents fought with the wife. and then the parents are like you don't i, <laughs> I want to do an arab exit hold on <clears throat> you don't see you don't see wife anymore she disrespect us <laughs> i thought that was not bad yalla we find you a second wife so the sheikh's answer was like this <clears throat> You were mistaken to get married in the first place as you were not fit for that. Oh boy. <laughs> Motherfucker starts out by saying, you know, you were not fit to get married as whole. And then he says, marriage <coughs> marriage is only suitable and permissible for real men who would care, protect and provide security for their wives and be their rock. truth bombs right fucking there i don't think that's misogynistic at all you know we need to understand yeah for the vast majority of relationships men you are there to be their rock to care for to protect and to provide security moving on mummy's boy can't do that exclamation mark no man would ever say my parents won't let me see my wife and children unless he's still being breastfed <laughs> This boy is saying no man would ever say my parents won't let me see my wife unless he's still sucking on mama's tits like shit. He's calling this boy a baby. And then the last bit says uh, fear Allah and act like a man or set this poor woman free so sh- so that she can marry a real man. God damn. 
<laughs> oh fuck. She's he's he's saying bruh. Grow a pair or set this woman free, man. Let me find, let her find a real man. I have three wives. I got a free slot. <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought this answer was fucking epic. Um, hits a lot of uh, good points in my opinion, guys. If your parents are dictating your relationship and you know you can't stand up to them for your woman, like I get it. You know your parents are your parents. You love them above everyone else in the world. But if you're still in a position where they're running your life still and have a say, oh my god, that it just stinks. And like your woman, you know how you want the wap. You want her to have the wap for you. She can't have the wap for you if you act like a bitch to her parents. And I thought um, I talked about this a few episodes ago about my friends uh, Patrick and Candice. Uh, it was a Sunday episode. Hold on, let me just double check. Yes, it was episode twenty-eight. So I just shared a story about how my friend behaved like a bitch in front of his mama, and then that led. That was a starting point that led to a really epic breakup. All right. Ooh, just wanted to talk about my cat real quick. So my cat, who's staying with me for the next two weeks, has a like a skin problem, whereby like her fur's just dropping off like hell. And she used to be so cute, but right now she looks like fucking. I'm just gonna say it, fucking disgusting. And I'm having to feed her medication every day. She's quite ugly, cute and ugly. You know what I mean? Cute and ugly. She ha- she also has this vomiting problem. And have you ever seen or heard a cat vomit? It's kind of like <laughs> kind of something like that. But you know, with my cat looking all fucked up with the big brown eyes, and then every day going. Like my cat looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and because of that, uh, I have to be honest, it's a bit hard to love her. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like a terrible human being, but you know, that's just how I feel. Sometimes I'm terrified. Like what if I have a kid and he's so ugly and what if like I'm not well adjusted at that time I'm very shallow and what if like I hate my child Uh, (laughs) it's just some of the things I worry about so when I get home later I'm gonna try and give that ugly fucking dying thing in my room (laughs) some love and you know I'm sure Gollum's mama can love Gollum so why can't I love my baby fauna okay you know uh, I watch a lot of like Viking shows on Netflix like I've seen uh, Vikings, uh, I forgot what the other names were, it's been a while, but I, I watched quite a lot of those. And in those shows, you know, Vikings used to go on raids where they would like pillage and rape. So what that means is they would like go around killing people, taking their stuff and raping their wives. And the interesting thing about these raids was that like women would join the raids as well. The women would go and kill and like take shit. But like they never showed on Netflix women raping men because I guess that wouldn't be, (laughs) that might be strange to see, right? But like these fucking shield maidens, yeah. Like you know what Norwegians look like, right? Like they're fucking tall, good looking, gorgeous eyes. 
Like imagine being a like for sure the women would have you know since they're so like masculine and asserting themselves at while at the same time just being Nor- Norwegian Scandinavian like can you imagine like you're just a dude in ancient Francia and like a woman comes into your house kills everybody and I like wants to rape you like what the fuck do you do at that point <laughs> She looks like the way she does, you know, tall, busty, gorgeous blue eyes, blonde, she kills your wife and kids, points a fucking sword at you, well, take your clothes off. Like, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> it just sounds like I would get the most confused boner at that point, <laughs> crying while she, I don't know, fucking rides me up and down. <laughs> I don't know, is that how women rape? I've been told all my life that women can't rape you, but I don't know, I'm not educated about this. It's like, if a woman ties me down and like, you know the X, like the blunt end of the X, the one at the bottom, like if she just stuck that in my asshole against my will, is that rape? Um, I mean, in the legal sense, I, I guess only a man can rape because you need a penis to rape. But let me just Google, not Google, check my dictionary what rape is. Okay, the definition is the crime typically committed by a man, okay, of forcing another person to have sexual intercourse with the offender against their will. Okay, so the definition of rape itself uh, is a crime, and a crime is defined by the jurisdiction, so the country itself. So, yeah, I guess the answer to the question of whether can a woman rape, I guess the answer, it depends, it depends on the country. That being said, you know, I wonder, is there any anywhere in the world where women can rape? Where in the world can women rape? Give me something good, Google. Give me something good. Rape is a global epidemic and laws are failing women and girls. Which are the world's 10 most dangerous countries for women? You see, it's all about women, but apparently men go through sexual harassment as well so this is a bit disappointing ooh woman's calling let's pick it up hello hello am I on the podcast yeah I, you are on the podcast hi <laughs> I don't think oh, they boy. can hear you your my your your pro dua is very loud aww oh, bye talk to you later <laughs> talk to you tomorrow I'll text you later. Bye-bye. Oh, bye. Oh, my God. That's the annoying thing about my woman sometimes. When I say, I'll talk to you later, you know what talk to you later means, right? Like, next time, you know? Maybe tomorrow or whenever we schedule our our conversations. But this bitch, she's like, hello, it's later. Can I talk to you? (laughs) Like, fucking two hours later. Like, God damn it. You know, I, I love her to bits, but sometimes I need my own space. I can't be having conversations every day. Men, 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 you know what I mean. Okay, so yeah, uh, gorgeous Norwegian Viking raping me. Yeah, wouldn't know what to do with that situation. Lovely. Hey, I was uh, thinking about this video game I used to play. It's called Maple Story. Fuck. Did any of you play this shit? Maple Story is, oh, it was like thousands of hours of my youth, man. I would like stay up 
I think I'll play something like 20 hours a day just trying to level up. At the time, it, like, it took fucking forever to level up. Fucking two or three days just to level, like, from 51 to 52. I remember having girlfriends in Maple Story. Holy shit. <laughs> I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I cringe just thinking about it. It's so sad. It's like I'd give them money. Fuck, even in video games, I'd be simping. Ridiculous. <laughs> but I don't... I mean, can you blame me? They made the... They made the girls look so cute, their avatars. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> That's going down a dangerous, slippery slope, guys. If you're meeting women in video games, make sure you get to like the physical meetup as soon as possible. Because if not, it gets really weird and really sad. And who fucking knows? Instead of like a, having a girlfriend, I might be having a really like a fat 40-year-old man on the other side of the screen. Can you imagine that? Jeez. All right, let's get to the meat of this episode. Uh, I had a friend ask me, you know, he's in a struggling relationship and he feels like he's constantly walking on eggshells. And then he asked me, like, how to know when you're her bitch and what can I do about it? Um, okay, first thing you need to know is, like, these things are not her fault. It's not her fault if you've become her bitch. It's not her fault that she has taken the more dominant position in the relationship in a way that makes both of you unhappy. You need to understand that you let that shit happen under your watch. You let her get away with shitty behavior. Sometimes you need to put your foot down and you don't. And if this is you, you need to take responsibility. Now, here are the ways, like the signs that show that You've become the bitch in the relationship. Number one, every social thing you do, you got to check with her. Hey, bro, you want to come come drink with me this Saturday night? Ah Chong, Ah Long, Ah Beng, Ah Peng, Ah Seng and Ti Jian are all coming now. And then you go, oh, brother, I have to, I, I, I have to check with Xiao Mei Mei first, huh? It's like every time your friends want to hang out, you know, even your fucking family, every time you got to check, hey, hey, uh, do you want to do anything this day? You got to make sure that like she's, what's that sound? Suz, suz. Yeah, you got to make sure that she's okay with like anything, anything you want to do. And le gentlemen, it should be the other way around. You know, it's much healthier for you to say, hey, I have this time slot that I want to dedicate to whatever it is, Ah Beng, Ah Leong, your parents, and then tell her whatever time that you promise to spend with her, you'll spend it outside of that time. So that's one small sign. Any, anything you do, you got to check with her. Number two, she makes, your, she makes fun of your dick to your friends. Okay, I know this is super specific, but let me tell you a story. But before that, the general principle is like, she makes fun of you in front of your friends. That's just not okay. Okay, so I have I had these friends. Uh, fuck, I always get this part really hard because I need to come up with fake names. It's so hard to come up with fake names. Okay, uh, I need a, a guy's name. Let's call him Joel. All right, the guy's name is Joel. The girl's name is... 
Jessica. All right, Jessica and Joel. JJ. They've been. They were drinking a little bit. Uh, Joel was totally sober, but Jessica was like on her way to getting drunk. But that doesn't excuse what that doesn't excuse what she did. So me and the boys, uh, we were we were just you know shooting the shit, just talking about sex like boys do. But I we weren't boys. We were working adults. We were colleagues. And then here comes fucking Jessica listening in. And then she's like, what the fuck do you know? You've got a small dick. And then she like holds out her pinky. Fuck. And then she was laughing so hard. And the boys except fucking Joel were, were just like giggling really uncomfortably with the what the fuck is going on kind of big eyes. Like the oh fuck kind of eyes. And... Joel looked so pissed off like he wanted to kill himself but at the same time he kind of loves Jessica like hell so all he did was pull her aside while she continued laughing and then they disappeared safe to say nothing happened to Jessica she got away with it but boys if that is you you need to put your fucking foot down and you don't have to be mean about it either okay Here's how, here, it's really important that the first time it happens you say something and like you just don't let it go even if you don't say something on the same day you can say something the next day but this is how I would handle the situation like that I wouldn't even care if she's drunk if she it doesn't okay wait first this is what I would say what I would say is uh, Jessica I don't like it when you when you make jokes like that about me in front of my friends I don't want you to make those jokes again okay Alright, if at that point she starts to act up and is bitchy and everything, I don't care if you're engaged to be married or like just leave that bitch. Leave that bitch because if not, you're you're the bitch and she's going to keep doing it again and again and again. She's not going to get the WAP for you guys. If a woman doesn't have a WAP for you, you're in that relationship for what? There's no reason. Okay, put your fucking foot down the first time and if it happens again, put your foot down the second time and if it's the third fucking time, give her a final warning. Final fucking warning. Some of you at this point might think, Oh, grow a pair. Can't you just take a joke? Can't I just take a joke? I think I can take a joke, but when... It's it's there's a difference between a joke coming from a fun place and a joke coming from a haha fuck you I'm insulting you making you feel bad making you look bad kind of place you know and the vibe I was getting from Jessica was she's trying to belittle Joel and that is unacceptable guys you're better off being single and jerking off all right number 3 she flips out at you aka get gets angry at you when you take more than two minutes to reply her messages even if you're at work uh, a lot of my malaysian friends are in this type of relationship and you know what it's too many of us guys have simped out at this and set the standard that we need to be replying your messages as soon as possible fuck that i got shit to do i want my mind to be free even though i'm not doing anything i just want time mind space for myself so i can think about my life so i can think so i can relax and just do my work 
Okay, if your woman flips out when you reply her late, either have a talk with her or leave her, man. Because you do not want to be in that situation where you're constantly, constantly stressed out about your phone. Like, holy shit, where's my phone? What if my woman doesn't? What if I don't reply my woman in time? If she flips out, you need to tell her, listen, I'm not going to reply you in the daytime. The mistake most guys make is they let it get to that point in the first place and then they have to have a big talk with the girl. Guys, if you've been letting her get away with shitty behavior for a long time and then you have a talk with her, it's going to cause a huge fight. It's much better if you set the expectation from the very beginning that you don't reply during the work hours. Set it right from the fucking beginning but you know what if you're in the situation where you're already in the middle get ready for the fight don't say anything stupid don't get too emotional just be as calm assertive and empathetic as you can but don't let go of your standards say this is what i want and this is how it's gonna be and if you're in the middle of it already, like she's already used to doing it, believe me, she's going to be passive-aggressive for the long time. I say, fuck her, rub one out. All right, that was number three. Number four, she always makes you late. Aha, uh-huh, that's a big one. So there are a lot of women who like to take their time with this shit, take time with getting ready when you want to go out. Guys, a woman who respects you respects your time. And I've never seen a relationship, except for a, rare, a few rare exceptions, except for some rare exceptions, I've never seen a relationship where like a woman makes a man late whereby she respects him like she'll always get ready in good time now if your woman is doing that obviously same advice as the beginning you need to put your foot down assert yourself and then at the same time you need to respect you need to earn her respect as well so if you let her get away with shit like this over time, she will respect you less. But if you say it right in the beginning, you, she'll she'll subconsciously think, or maybe consciously, but she'll start to think, oh, I can't just do whatever I want in, uh, in front of him. If I want to keep him, I need to watch myself, watch my behavior. So if you're the kind of guy like me who likes to show up on time, unless it's some bullshit event, other than that, I like to show up on time. If you're like me, you know, assert yourself. Number five, number five, You. this is the biggest one. You live in constant fear of making her mad. It's like anything could piss her off. Saying something in the wrong tone, cooking fucking rice the wrong way. You know, when she says, look, and then you don't look in time, anything. It feels like you're walking on eggshells. Too many of my friends are in this are in these types of relationships. Fuck. I've heard of people getting angry when I've heard of women getting angry when they don't want their man to hold their handbags. This is what your mindset should be, okay? Like the fuck if she gets mad. Like fuck that. Uh, I'm just thinking about some situations my friends are in and it honestly pisses me off. 
guys, um, the only way she gets to that point is if you allow her to have a sort of temper right from the beginning. And that's the general rule. Some women just have a terrible temper. My opinion is don't date that fucking kind of woman. Just let's let her genes be removed from mankind. Like, let's not propagate those genes. Because when you have sex and have a baby with a woman with a crazy temper, you're potentially creating a whole bloodline and generation of, like, fucked up angry children. So, like... Yeah, high temper, just don't date her in the first place. But, like, some guys date perfectly good women and then spoil her by being total, like, fucking puss boys. And when you're a puss boy, then, of course, she's going to get angry all the fucking time. And that's why you feel like you're walking on eggshells because anything you do can make her mad because, boy, your existence makes her fucking mad because she's committed to you, but you're fucking useless. So... Everything up to this point, um, it's sort of her fault, except for this one. If she's, if you're, if you stay in a relationship where you allow her to be mad all the fucking time, that's on you. And if you're the kind of puss boy that is like that creates situations that's conducive to to letting her being angry, that's on you. And how to fix this is like a whole another topic, and I'll talk about that in another episode. Number six, you're not in control of the destiny of your life. You've sacrificed a lot for her. You know, maybe you went to the same university as her, moved to a new town just to be with her. The marriage schedule is not set to suit you, but rather to suit her. Like the earlier, the better. Because these eggs are not going to be fresh for long. You know, that kind of talk. If you feel like you're not living your life exactly on your terms or mostly on your terms, then you have become her bitch. And gents, if you let that happen to you, that's your fucking fault. From the freaking beginning, you need to be super assertive about what you want, how you want to live your life. But again, that's not enough because if you just say what you want but you don't act on it, then then fuck you. (laughs) You're just empty words, you know? You need to follow up with what you say. Let's say, oh, I can't spend so much time because I'm really ambitious. I want to go to the gym. I want to start businesses. Do those things. Say what you're going to do and then do it. Let's say you can't text her during the day, say, because I'm busy working. Be actually fucking busy working. Yeah? Take control of your destiny. You are the driver of your life. If she starts driving the car that's that is your life, the WAP, the WAP, the WAP is gone. The WAP is gone. Okay. That being said, once you're in a point where you feel like you've lost control of your life, how the hell do you get your life back? The answer is very difficult. Because once a woman looks at you with that kind of disdain while still deciding to stay with you, it's a very confusing mindset for her. You know, she loves you and it's not from genuine attraction anymore. It's from just, it's a kind of attachment love. She doesn't respect you anymore, but she can't bear to hurt you or leave you or she like can't imagine life without you because you're just been part of everyday life for her for so long, partly because you answer her answer her texts very fast but you know what I mean she's just too used to you 
But at the same time, she hates you. <clears throat> so if you try and change that situation, she's going to fight, she's going to resist, and it's going to be hell, hell, hell for you to assert yourself back. I promise. That's just the reality of that situation. And um, I guess I don't have time to talk about how to get your life back, how to get out of that rut of being her bitch in the relationship. I don't have time to do it today. Maybe I will discuss that topic tomorrow. All right. I hope you found that helpful. Uh, if you enjoyed that so far, I appreciate it if you click follow on, if you're listening on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Uh, the best thing you can do to help me grow uh, do just tell a friend tell any friend about this podcast say hey this guy's really interesting he's got okay jokes but decent dating advice I think you might uh, you might benefit from listening to what he has to say help me do that and I would appreciate that so much alright let's get to the news section alright so this is interesting I had a listener send in some interesting articles that I wanted to discuss with you today. Alright, this article reads, Jilted lover gets back at women who dumped him with fake Chewbacca roar contest. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm looking at the poster, right? It says, <clears throat> Chewbacca roar contest. Call this number. Leave a voicemail with your best impression. Uh, best impression receives 100 US dollars god damn <laughs> so what's happening is some people are calling this woman's phone and just going <laughs> so apparently she's getting hundreds of these and I'm really sorry if my Chewbacca impersonation is really bad I don't know how like <laughs> I can't do it so I guess that's the westernized version. I was thinking like, what if, what if like, um, what would the Asianized version of this be? <clears throat> you break up with your girlfriend, okay? You know, fuck this bitch, man. I'm going to write a poster. Okay, everybody, call this number and leave your best Bruce Lee impersonation. Winner gets 100 sing dollar. And then like everyone who calls her goes, watch out, hi, 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 wow, wow. <laughs> Imagine getting hundreds of those. Well, that's an interesting thing about Bruce Lee. Did you know when he fights, like it's not a caricature, it's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what he does and sounds like. Like when I wanted to find out, like why the hell would anyone do that? He says it like fucking scares your opponent, and then when you scare your opponent like that, you you have like an advantage over them. But like if I had to fight a guy and he was just going hi. Yeah, I think I would be fucking nervous because uh, <laughs> I'd be like, bruh, <laughs> you're acting really weird. You're freaking me out. Okay, there was another There was another one the listener sent. Uh, she was like, please review these articles. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Anything for my fans. Man's romantic proposal burns apartment down, but she still says yes. Okay. So I read this thing. I'm not going to read the article. I'll just summarize it for you. He basically put marry me in candles on what looks like the carpet floor. Oh, you you fucking idiot. This happened in England, by the way. So it was on the carpet, small candles that spell out marry me. And then when they returned home, the house burned down. Like, bravo, bro. You left unattended fire 
in the house on a carpet what did you think was gonna happen but here's the amazing thing the woman still said yes and then they're gonna they're excited to get married apparently these kwailos uh, they don't know what an almond is you know can you imagine a Chinese couple driving home and then the fire starts and then and then the girl says why you still want to get married uh, huh this is the heaven saying we shouldn't get married too and then like all the grandma and grandpa be like don't marry don't marry please don't marry it's a sign it's a sign <laughs> alright uh, thank you so much listener for sending me this interesting article uh, if you have anything you wanted me to cover feel free to just send me at harithjoofficial at hotmail at gmail.com what the fuck is hotmail or if you're my friend you can whatsapp me or instagram me alright so just to end this episode I'm gonna do a quick one on ASEAN news uh, today we're gonna do Vietnam just one article from Mong Baby Published 25th November 2020, it reads, Sexual harassment rife in Vietnam's conversation sector survey reveals. A survey by Wild Act, a Vietnamese conservation organization, found that 82.5% of respondents have experienced some, some form of sexual harassment in the last two years. Okay, Those surveyed said that they feel most vulnerable while working in the field and particularly when alcohol is involved. Okay. In response, Wild Act has called for other organizations and government agencies in the sex sector to prohibit alcohol consumption during fieldwork. Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Five out of six people working in conservation sector in Vietnam say that they have directly experienced some form of sexual harassment in the work environment. Okay, that's a very long article. I'm not going to read all of it, but basically it's just people who work in national parks in Vietnam People try and like pee-pee touch them a lot. And I think that's a shame. It just goes to show, guys, people are horny everywhere in the world, even in the fucking jungle. Even in Vietnam, this rape culture shit just doesn't end. Not just the West, everywhere in the East. Maybe we should drop feminism bombs in Vietnam. Whether or not you think I'm being serious or not, uh, <laughs> don't take anything on this podcast seriously. Okay. That's the episode today. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I will probably be here tomorrow. Bye-bye. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that put out game big. Woo! Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring the bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, get a charge. Extra large and extra hot. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. Uncle Piggle. I don't know how to read it. <laughs> Tie me up like I'm surprised. Natural play like a disguise. Another duck that lit Mac truck. Ride his little garage. Make it scream. I don't cook, I'm clean. But let me tell you, got this ring. Mm.